Michael Medved Show all across America. This is the Michael Medved Show. It is a great pleasure to welcome to the show uh, one of the most distinguished and authoritative voices for the embattled nation of Israel in this time of crisis. Uh, Ambassador Mark Regev is a former ambassador of uh, the Jewish state to the United Kingdom. He is a senior advisor to the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, and he speaks to us from Tel Aviv. Mr. Ambassador, the entire world is talking about the possibilities of a wider war, the uh, apparent delay in the long-anticipated ground invasion of Gaza. Is as, As far as you're able to say, has there uh, uh, been a delay specifically related to getting the 220 hostages out. So first of all, thank you for having me uh, on your program. You know, sometimes Israel is accused of shooting from the hip, of uh, responding quickly and unthinkingly, and and today when we're actually being very judicious about our response, so some can accuse us of waiting too long. It's like whatever we do, we're we're going to be criticized. But I think in, in this particular situation, Obviously, our Air Force has been hitting targets in uh, Gaza, Hamas targets, uh, for the last two weeks. But the anticipated ground invasion, we're being very careful with that. We're not giving out details for obvious reasons. When, you know, the old saying from the Second World War, loose lips uh, 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 sink ships. But uh, 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 we will be going in. When we do so, we'll be doing so after much planning and after much thought, and we will win decisively. And uh, that idea of winning decisively, that's, of course, was challenged over the weekend. There were prominent editorials, uh, which I'm sure you saw, one by Richard Haas, who was a longtime president of the uh, Council on Foreign Relations, uh, one by Pulitzer Prize winner Tom Friedman of the New York Times. They were both saying that any invasion to prevent a wider war and to um, to facilitate a meaningful victory should also involve some sort of peace offensive, uh, further negotiations with uh, all of uh, Israel's enemies and potential enemies. Is there any likelihood that we would hear about that peace offensive before the ground offensive actually begins? I think it's important at this stage that we defeat Hamas, and we can and we will. And because Hamas is such a violent opponent of peace, uh, uh, I mean, you just have to read their charter to know that they're against any compromise. They're against Israel in any borders. Uh, They believe every Jew is a legitimate target for their murderous campaign of terror. And if we, and we will, destroy them as a political force, and dismantle their military machine in the Gaza Strip. I think we will be creating space uh, for moderates uh, to to move in. That'll ultimately be good for peace. Our intel people uh, tell me that when they look at the motivation for the Hamas attack, the terrible massacre that we suffered on October 7th, uh, they say one of the 
motivations as to the timing of the attack was the desire to stifle prospective movement on the Israeli-Saudi track. Uh, as you will recall, Michael, there was much talk of an Israeli-Saudi breakthrough. Now, while most people celebrate the idea of Israeli-Arab peace, uh, for Hamas, for Iran, for Hezbollah, any breakthrough in normalization between Israel and Arab countries, is, is that's almost an existential threat for them. So once we defeat Hamas decisively, I think that's 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 a, a defeat for all the forces of extremism who oppose any sort of reconciliation and peace. And uh, that'll strengthen, that'll empower more responsible voices, more moderate voices. I still believe that when this is over, uh, we can go back to, to working for peace with Saudi Arabia. Uh, and I think defeating Hamas decisively actually helps us do that because you will have defeated one of the most uh, strongest voices who oppose peace. And is there any, I mean, I'm sure there is thought about this with all of the consequences of the unspeakable thing that happened uh, two weeks ago. But uh, in terms of the, uh, the Palestinian Authority, and the authorities who really share responsibility with uh, Israel, with uh, what's called the West Bank in Yehuda and Shomron. Is there obviously a communication that uh, indicates anything more than the stony silence uh, about uh, the Palestinian Authority responding to Hamas. In the past, they themselves have been victimized by Hamas and have had violent confrontations. Is it possible to defeat what seems to be a worldwide sympathy on the part of Muslims around the world and... uh, and also many forces on on the extreme left who uh, glorify Hamas rather than speaking out against uh, the the horrible war crimes they committed. And horrible war crimes they did uh, uh, commit. ISIS-type war crimes, um, you know, beheadings, uh, uh, burning people alive, um, violence uh, uh, that we haven't seen in recent history, you know, uh, I've been told that the Hamas attack on October 7th was the largest terror attack since 9-11, and it was the largest act of anti-Semitic violence since 1945. Uh, and you had, for us, for Jews, it was particularly difficult. I mean, you had children hiding in attics from people who came to murder them, like Anne Frank. And you had young people who were attending an open-air music festival, and they were forced into a pit and machine-gunned, which reminded us of Babi Yar. The, the Jewish state was supposed to be different. We were supposed to be able to defend ourselves against the haters of the Jews. And here we failed. And it's almost as if the, the promise of Israel was taken away from us. And part of defeating Hamas is not only to return security to the civilians of Israel, but it's to do what this country was supposed to do, and that is a homeland for the Jewish people where we will protect ourselves and defend ourselves against our enemies. Have you been surprised at all to see 
some of the very strong statements from leadership around the world and in uh, Britain, where you were ambassador, where uh, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak made a, a strong statement on behalf of Israel. And uh, apparently the Western countries uh, everywhere, France, uh, uh, Italy, uh, do do seem to be rallying on behalf of decency and opposed to the Hamas terror. Is that been gratifying, surprising at all? Definitely. Since the terrible atrocity of October 7th, we've had a whole uh, series of world leaders coming here. As you said correctly, uh, the British Prime Minister, the German Chancellor, uh, uh, the Italian Prime Minister, the Romanian Prime Minister, uh, uh, the Dutch Prime Minister, uh, the Greek Prime Minister, this goes on and on, all expressing solidarity and support for Israel. But most importantly, of course, was the visit by the American president, who before he came, we had both the Secretary of State and the Secretary of Defense here on two separate uh, visits, uh, one day after the other. And they and both spoke so, so forcefully and well. Uh, Ambassador Mark Regev, uh, there's more information about your work uh, and about the entire situation, which we are right in the middle of a turning point on. Uh, that's at michaelmedved.com. Uh, it's a, a great honor to have you on the show, and I hope we can speak to you again soon with good news, news, as you put it, of victory. Uh, we'll be right back with the war at home and some of the controversy about uh, Israel and the Middle East and American politics and university politics coming up on The Medved Show. 